0: Hey, it's Tony and Mike's next adventure. Here we are, uh, once again doing our thing. Another big week in uh, the Washington uh, with the Washington Capitol thing. Uh, this thing just doesn't go away. It hurts, and uh, now uh, Donald Trump he becomes the first president in American history to be impeached twice. I hope it was worth it. I hope it was worth it. This <laughs> this is this is unbelievable. As it unfolds, it gets more and more. Ridiculous! It it really, really does. But uh, this is what they wanted. I understand why they want this, and uh, I believe this. the The main thing behind it is is that if he's impeached, he will never run for public office again. He he can never run for public office again. Is that is that
1: correct? That, actually, actually, that's not. They have to. They actually have to vote on something separate that will prevent him. From running for higher office, it's funny you start with that because I just saw this because there was a tweet that went out that talked about you know that they're going after this because they want to prevent him from running higher office in 2024. The the, that's that's not the fact. The fact here are the facts. If he does get impeached, a second time, and I mean, the Senate confirms it, okay? Because the House voting for it is one thing, the Senate confirming it is another. Number one, Trump would lose his post-presidency pension only if both the House voted to impeach him and then the Senate voted to remove him from office. Impeachment itself without removal would not result in Trump being denied any benefit. Okay. Number two, the law makes clear that presidents who have lifetime secret service protection never get a $1 million travel allowance. I guess there's this tweet that went out saying that he would lose Secret Service protection if that were the case. It's unclear if he would lose that, even if the Senate voted to remove him and prohibit him from running. So it's, it's not really clear. And number four, even a Senate vote to remove Trump would not prohibit him from running in 2024. For the Senate to ban him from the presidency, it would have to hold an additional vote On this question. So just him being impeached and then the Senate removing him from office, that is not enough, according to this, to prevent him from running in 2024. So they would have to actually have that separate, saying you'd ban him from the presidency and they'd have to vote on it, confirm that, and then and only then would he not be allowed to run in 2024. And twenty four, and and you know, it's. I understand what they're doing. I do understand why they're going after this. They they, they really feel that he incited the, the the storming of the Capitol, and even his actions since then have spurred a lot of Republicans to be in support of this as well. My 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 concern is is that we're going to get wrapped up in this for. The first 100 days of the Biden-Harris administration, when there are so many other things that should be priority number one, in my opinion, and that is dealing with COVID, getting the economy back up, getting people back to work, infrastructure, immigrant, you know, all the, the, the main staples that's a part of any presidency, as far as I'm concerned, is the more important aspect, not what you deal, what you do with the the, the prior administration, and that that's just going to clog things up. I mean, it's going to be every question out of a reporter's um, out of a reporter's mouth. It's going to be everything that they're talking about on Capitol Hill when instead they should be talking about you know Social Security and Medicare and health and you know all, all the things that are I think important to all Americans as opposed to what they do with the former administration when. On January twentieth, he's out anyway, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, but I understand why they're why they're doing this. I I I get it. Uh, but uh, yeah, in America's two hundred and forty five year history, there have only been four presidential impeachments: Andrew Johnson, Bill Clinton, and now Donald Trump. Twice, twice. Um, they started impeachment proceedings against Richard Nixon back in nineteen seventy four. Uh, But he resigned and he got out of there before anything happened. Uh, Maybe that's what Donald Trump should do is just is, is resign, but uh, you know, we'll see, but you're right. It's gumming up the works. And, you know, whether you agreed or not that uh, Joe Biden should be the next president, it's going to hinder his, it's going to hinder his presidential run here. You know, I mean, he's going to have a, it's, it's going to gum things up and, and, uh, it's gonna be a slow start for Joe Biden. and I don't know if we can afford that,
1: you know well, so. and also you know Joe Biden has spoke quite a few times since mm-hmm. uh, the, the you know the, the the storming of the Capitol. and you know, he's left it up to Congress to decide what to do with President Trump. I, 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 I think he needs to show more leadership in this category, in, in this field and instruct Congress, To move on to, you know what I mean? I mean, if if we want to unify everybody, okay, if that's what the purpose of it, America united, right? Isn't that the theme of the inauguration that's going to be Mm -hmm. taking place? If you want to unify, you're talking about every American, even those that support Donald Trump, even those who still believe that there was some shenanigans with the election that costs Donald Trump the election. You're, ha- you're representing those individuals as well. I'm not saying the people who stormed the Capitol. Those people are on a, an island all by themselves. But I, I think he needs to show leadership and he needs to say, Congress, you voted in the House. The Senate is not going to come back before the inauguration. I think he needs to just come and say, if, if, if I have any say in the matter, we we need to to put the american people first and we need to put covid and the economy as priority 1 and 2 in dealing with it and and instead of just kind of backing up and saying congress you you deal with it whatever you decide to do i think he needs to show leadership and and i think that that would go a long way i know it would go a long way with me if if he if he said that i i do understand why they want to pursue this i get it i just don't think you're going to get the end result. It's not going to be like Armando Perez from the Bridgeport Police, where you see him in handcuffs being led away. I mean, you're not going to see that with President Trump. Um, so let, let's move on. Let's, let's. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm going to leave the country. I'm going to move out of the country. I think I'm moving to Alaska. That
1: was I good. Think. Wait, uh, Tony. That that's that's still the country. Oh. <laughs> Well, whatever. That's still I, the I, United States for crying out loud. Wow. Tony, come on. I, I, I always so. bow to your greater knowledge when it comes <laughs> to history, but I even know Alaska is one of the 50 states.
0: Um, that's it. I'm, I'm moving to Alaska.
1: I'm out <laughs> but, of here. But, I mean, you know, not, now there's concerns at all state capitals. Apparently the FBI has heard chatter about threats at all state capitals. I, I saw something on the, the CBS Overnight News this morning that of all the, the uh, National Guardsmen that are sleeping. Uh, now, first off, why the heck can't we get these guys and gals the mattresses that the kids have in kindergarten, for crying out loud? Why do they have to sleep on the marble floors of the Capitol? Why can't we just run those, those cheap kindergarten mats that they have for the kids that take naps these are our troops, for crying out loud. And they're sleeping on the marble floors of the Capitol. And this is the first time that something like this has happened since the Civil War. Since the Civil War.
0: So, you know, I mean, that's amazing. You know, first time. But, that,
1: but they're, they're showing video of them laying on yeah, the phone. I'm thinking to myself, I know. Throw, it, throw a mattress. I mean, why can't I don't yeah. get it? I mean, but but anyway, yeah, they're, they're there. They've got fences, multiple fences. What did I see? Something about the Washington Monument is now also. That whole area Mm -hmm. is not going to be because that's always the view that you get from the inauguration, right? Of all the people going all the way to the Washington Monument, and you know that that's that's not going to be there. They're urging people to just stay home and watch it on television, watch it virtually, and not come down to the Capitol. I know air travel is going to be limited. I mean, they're really they're taking these threats very seriously. And after what we saw last week, you have to.
0: Well, after last week, anything could happen, Mike. That I'm a firm believer in that now. I didn't think that that would ever happen, not in my lifetime. Uh, but uh, after last week, you got to be prepared for anything and everything. So,
1: Yeah, well, let's just hope nothing happens. Let's hope uh, January 20th comes and goes. And, uh, you know, the country is still intact, uh, as, at least as much as it can be. Um, and I,
0: I have to give uh, Bill Belichick uh, a, a lot of credit because – uh, he so declined, the guy who you've always called Belichick. Belichick, yes. But Bill uh, Belichick, uh, he declined uh, President Trump's offer of the Medal of Freedom. Uh, he said, no, I, I don't think so. Not not now. I'm flattered. And, uh, you know, believe me, maybe another time. But after the tragic events of last week, uh, Belichick said that it, it just wouldn't be appropriate uh, to accept this award. So, you know, uh, I'll bet you one thing, as soon as Trump is out of office, if, uh, uh, if, if, uh, they offer to give it to him with the next administration, he'll take it in a second.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a couple of golfers, I guess, Gary player and Annika Sorenstam, uh, got it the day before Belichick was supposed to get it. Um, yeah, you you see the Facebook messages and it's, you know, I hate always hated the Patriots, but you know, that, that was a good move by the coach, uh, to do that. And he also talked about it, it was a very carefully worded um, statement that he put together. He also talked about his team and how his team is, has dealt with social injustice and, and whatnot. And I, and I think it probably would have been very difficult for him to go into the locker room, uh, even though for one of the first times in a long time, we don't see the New England Patriots in the playoffs. Um, but it would be very difficult for him to go into a locker room. And face those guys if he had gone to the White House to accept that award. I, no, it, I, he it was, would have lost his team.
0: It was a classy thing to do, and it was the right thing to do yeah. at this time,
1: I think. So. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you absolutely. Uh, maybe a bigger story: Betty White, 99 years old. You believe it? You believe
0: it? I mean, that's it's amazing. I, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate, and this is just a the theory. Uh, I, I don't think she's been feeling good these past uh, couple of years anyway. Because, I was thinking
1: the same thing because you haven't yeah. seen her, but yeah. we haven't really seen anybody with this COVID thing. You know true, what I mean? True, so. but she
0: kind of dropped out of sight, I guess. You know, uh, hopefully I'm wrong, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, 99 years old. you realize she has been around since the, the beginning of television? I mean, you know how many television shows she has been in mm-hmm. or, or uh, starred in? And, I mean, it's it's just amazing. The the list goes on and on and on. She is amazing, you
1: know? Now, in that movie, The Proposal, right, with Sandra Bullock and Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds, she was in the original one, right, as the Sandra so. Bullock character, I think?
0: I, I believe she was in the original. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. But, uh, uh, I mean, my God, I mean, she's... You know how many Betty White shows there were that mm-hmm. were called The Betty White Show? Oh, I mean, no, I
1: didn't know that. How many oh, shows...
0: It was, I mean... The, the, Listen, I mean, don't be wrong. A couple of them were, uh, you know, in the early days of television and, uh, you know, she did the commercials and, and and you know, she was doing not, not so much news, but it was like more of a magazine show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just amazing how long she has been around, you know? I mean, she got that boost a couple of years back with the Snickers commercial. You know, I think that's, you know, you laugh, but
1: I think- No, that, it did. Uh, I think you're right. Cause she was kind of out of the, she kind of sort of, you know, things that passed her by, that was it. I mean, they weren't yeah. looking to her anymore. And then she comes up with, in that commercial and she was, I think she got hot in Cleveland after that. Right. Or. She
0: got, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and delivered her lines in hot in Cleveland, you know, perfectly. I mean, she yeah. was right. And what was she, she had to be uh, close to 90 at that point, 85, 86. I mean, I find that amazing, you know, it, it it really, really is, but she is certainly uh, an icon of television. That's for sure. Oh,
1: absolutely. And you know, it's, uh, she's also very, um, you know, she's very loving of animals. I know that's always her big cause. Whenever she's interviewed on the red carpet of any sort of, whether it's the Emmys or the uh, Academy Awards or something along those lines, she's, they always take time to talk about her love of animals and, and what she's done to, uh, to to benefit animals over the years. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, that's she's just, I don't know. I mean, I just, you can't say anything negative about Betty White. I mean, she's no. just, and the fact that she's 99, it, it seems like she was just 85 yesterday. I mean, it really, it really does. I mean, it just, these these last 15 years of her life have yeah. just kind of, yeah. in my mind, you know, but as you said, I mean, how long ago was that Snickers commercial? Oh, the that's over 50. That'd be 20
0: years, 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, I'd say at least yeah. years ago. Sure. sure. That was the most popular of them all. Yeah. That one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, other actors like uh, Abe Vigoda, he was looking for a boost as well. Well, but he was he, in that same one, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 But for some reason, it didn't click like it did. No, with, Joe Pesci was in one. Joe Pesci was in one. Don Rickles was yes. in yeah, so it, it, you know, uh, it, it was a good concept, and it it, it worked out really well uh, for her because it gave her a, a second wind.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, it's it certainly did. Yeah. Uh, we talk about iconic television people. You know, Alex Trebek passed away a few weeks ago. Uh, now they've kind of listed off some of the other celebrity guest hosts. I mean, his last episode aired, and I think what is his name? Is it Ken Jennings? Ken Jennings his first episode has aired, right?
0: His first step is he's was on all week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He
1: was very emotional. You could tell he was very emotional, especially in that first episode, had a little bit of a speech talking about Alex Trebek, but they've, they've announced some of the other um, people that are going to fill in. And one of them is Aaron Rodgers of the green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm. And he, he, you know, I'm a bears fan. So, You know, Aaron Rodgers could just fall off the face of the earth, and I'd be totally okay with that. Um, But it was funny what he said that he 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 watches it every every day, and he is his schedule is choreographed so he can sit there and watch Jeopardy, and he really tests himself to see what he's going to know, and he's actually going to be one of the guest hosts.
0: Yeah, he's going to be Katie Couric. Yep. Is going to be a guest host. I think she's going to be okay. I think she's going to be really good. Uh, the the other one was uh, Mayim Bialik from The Big Bang Theory. Um, Blossom, right? Blossom. She, yeah, she was on on Blind. She has a TV show now called uh, Cat, but she's going to do a week. Um, and the thing you got to remember about her, she's incredibly uh, intelligent. She's not. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she's like a marine biologist or something by trade, you know, and then she fell into acting. Uh, Yeah, but we
1: could beat her in the sports categories. Yeah. All right. Just (laughs) even though it's always about checkers and shuffleboard are the questions in sports. It's never, you know, who won the World Series in 1973. It's never one of those. It's always, you know, how many shuttlecocks does it take to, you know, all these kind of things where you you have no idea, but we could beat her in sports. I don't care how many degrees she has. We could beat her in sports. (laughs) Also, Bill Whitaker from 60 Minutes, he's going to do a week.
0: Uh, but, but I got to tell you, if, if I'm choosing one right now, it, it's, it's got to be Ken Jennings. He's, he's a little bit, uh, him and Alex Trebek were a little bit more alike. You know, they were alike. Uh, Ken Jennings is a smart kid. He's a smart guy. And, and he's got that dry wit like Alex Trebek. You know, you, you really can't have somebody on there who's going to be bigger than the show,
1: you know? Well, that's, that's the question I want to ask you then is, is Jeopardy the brand enough to keep the audience yeah. or was it Alex Trebek?
0: No, I, I, I think it's the game. And even okay. Alex Trebek himself said that it's, it's the game. It's, it's not me, you know um, even though he did it for 34 years. Um, y- yeah. I, I think it could go on for, a long, long time. But but like I said, you, you got to get the right guy in there. Somebody who's, you know, smart. Somebody who's got a dry wit, but doesn't get in the way of the game. That, that, that's the way I feel about it. Right.
1: Uh, well, and, you know, and you and I talked about this when we were kind of throwing out ideas as to who we thought might be good at hosting. And I just saw like a brief moment in a, in a preview of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. And one of the guests was Drew Carey. Mm-hmm. And Pat Sajak to Drew Carey. You know, that Drew Carey's another host of Price is Right. Mm-hmm. And Pat Sajak is the host of Wheel of Fortune. And I just thought that I thought that, that would be a natural for, you know, these iconic game show hosts that are still alive, that are that maybe are still currently hosting other shows, that they would come in to pay their respects to Alex Trebek and, and try and host the show. Uh, for a couple of days.
0: That might happen. I mean, you, you don't know. I don't know how long this this guest host thing is going to go on for, you know? Well, it, remember
1: it, what they did with Wrigley Field when Harry Carey died. Yeah. I mean, they know. have, they have like celebrity, well, they're not all celebrities, but do the, you know, the um, take me out to the ball game mm-hmm. uh, song and the seventh inning stretch. And yeah. you thought that that was only going to last one year, but they've been doing that ever since. And whenever there's a, celebrity you know a concert that's in town or something I always get that person to, I mean some of the some of the famous ones are Ozzy Osbourne I mean that's one of the worst ones that that has ever been done or the best ones depending on how you look at it but you thought that how long could they do it I would think with this you would probably want to try and get your host yeah quickly yeah. And, and Ken Jennings isn't he hosting another show though he's in a show called uh, The Chase but he doesn't host it but he's oh. he's in the show. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: well, um, but uh, you know, you know, we'll see. Like I said, he's he's pretty good. I, I thought he was pretty good. And he's kind of a Alex Trebek uh, kind of a guy, you know. Okay. So, I don't know unless they want to go. Uh, well, he's
1: uh, their most famous contestant. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: well, that, that gave him a career. It gave him money, and it gave him a career. That's for sure. Yeah. So, but uh, we'll see. And uh, 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 Jeopardy is on seven o'clock every weeknight. And uh, that's where I am. At when, when's the
1: week. repeat? So you look smart. When's the repeat? Is it on later in the night or no, well,
0: it, it, the repeat?
1: <laughs> you watch the early one and then you sit down with some, you know, gullible types.
0: Well, I, I used to do that. I used to do that with the kids. They were, when they were young, we used to sit and watch Jeopardy. And then I realized Jeopardy was on a half hour earlier on channel eight or something like that. I don't think they do it anymore. So I would come up here into the bedroom, close the door and I would watch the half hour of Jeopardy. Then we would go downstairs and we would do, we would watch the, the the show and I would know all the answers and I would like be calling them out, calling them out. Now, my son, Sam, he picks up on it right away. He knows that you did something you, there's no way that you know about, you know, Renaissance, you know, and all of that, you know, but Jake, who's gullible, he was like, how do you know all these answers? I said, Jake, <laughs> you got to read a book. You got to you got to read and you got to you know, you've got to experience life. Wow. What, what are you talking about? I said, come on, man. You know, I went to Athens, Greece. That's how I know all these things. You know, meanwhile, I've never left the street. Oh, hey, this is, Bob, oh, you know, but yeah, I, I, I caught him on that. I did that for about a month.
1: Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> they, they do that like in. The movie Groundhog Day, too, right? Doesn't Bill Murray? Yeah, doesn't he do that? He does something like that. I think. I think so. And and they're like all the old people are watching it at the hotel, and he like makes comments in the back. I think so. I I don't remember. Very funny. but, But we'll see. I mean, it's you know Ken Jennings. It'll be interesting to see Katie Couric hosted. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I hope just somebody tackles him while he's up there and you know injures him. I mean just so he's out for a season. Yeah, I don't sure. want anything. I don't want anything permanently to happen to him. Sure.
0: I mean, that's, that's perfectly reasonable.
1: I think that's fair as a, as a spiteful bears fan who just yeah. got knocked out of the playoffs last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think it'd be great. But yeah, no, right along in the comments, who you think would be a great host for jeopardy because we released this as a Facebook live. So you can actually comment on it as we're talking. So uh, let's uh, check out who do you think would be a good, Host Chuck Woolery. I mean, do we go to the, do we go to the the vault when it comes to uh, hosts?
0: Yeah, well, not permanently though. I mean, I could see Chuck Woolery doing it for a couple of days, but not permanently. Bob Eubanks. Yeah. It, 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 come on. You know, really. So we'll see. Anyway, um, they're making a movie uh, about Lucio Ball and Desi Arnaz. Did you see that? I heard about that. Okay. Now I'm a I'm a Lucy... Fan, I love I love Lucy. I love Lucy Ball, and uh, they they've signed Nicole Kidman uh, to play the part of Lucy Ball in this particular film. And a lot of people think that Deborah Messing uh, should be Lucille Ball. Now I don't know if you you weren't a Will and Grace guy, but this past season on Will and Grace they did a I Love Lucy thing, and they dressed her up. She acted like Lucy. And she was perfect. She was really good. Uh, so a lot of people uh, are saying it should be uh, Deborah Messing playing Lucy. But um, I don't know. They She's gave in that box Nicole office Kidman.
1: like Nicole Kidman is.
0: Well, it, 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 as of right now, Nicole Kidman is getting all the parts. You see her in everything now. I mean, you know, but uh, in it, but it's not going to be... The, the film is going to show the, the behind the scenes. going to show their life together. And, you know, Lucy Ball was not a fun person in real life mm. she she was really rough oh. you know really tough as far as you know the show had to be perfect and and everything had to be perfect if you showed for one minute that you were weak she didn't want you around um, and was and, Desi was
1: Desi Arnaz whipped I mean was he did she control that marriage in that situation or or no
0: no I think everything that I've read Desi was in charge like he was the guy the behind the scenes guy that made the uh, sitcom work he's the guy that invented the sitcom the way we know it with the three camel uh, camel the three camera thing mm-hmm. and uh the live in front of a studio audience that was all him um but he was the guy that kind of orchestrated all of that and she wasn't big on uh Ad libbing. She didn't want to ad lib. She wasn't good at it. So everything had to be on paper. As long as it was on paper, she could execute it and do it well. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's it's going to be funny to, to to see the behind the scenes thing because she wasn't really the fun person that that you
1: see on these old sitcoms. Who's writing the story? Like who's the story from? Is this an accurate depiction? I mean, is this?
0: I, I don't know. Everything that I've read, I I they, they really haven't gotten into that. Okay. Uh, but I would assume that uh, her daughter has something to do with it because uh, she's kind of controlling everything when it comes to
1: hmm.
0: uh, the brand. So we'll
1: see. Well, you'd think she'd have to be involved for her to have any sort of credibility at least so. to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about Nicole Kidman. She was Elizabeth Montgomery and he bewitched, right? Wasn't she?
0: Yeah. She, she, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, are they doing this based on looks? Cause I don't see Nicole Kidman as the Lucille Ball. I don't know. Amy Amy Adams comes to mind as somebody that I think might be able to pull it off. They they can do anything they want. They sit in the chair for five
0: or eight hours to put on makeup. You know, the person could be unrecognizable. So yeah. Who's to say? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't don't know. know. I I just, I don't see her as, well, maybe she's an accurate depiction of Lucille Ball behind the scenes. And then they just kind of sat there and it's it's kind of like you're you're filming a movie about a basketball team. Do you find a bunch of basketball players and teach them how to act or do you find a bunch of actors and teach them how to play basketball? Maybe with her, she's got all the behind the scenes things down for Lucille Ball. And they're like, look, we'll just teach you some sketch comedy that you can do for the small parts of the show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That'd be interesting, though. I mean, she's she's somebody that I mean, I I remember watching I Love Lucy. I mean, now when I was watching it, I would have been watching it in reruns or was it on when I was a kid?
0: No, it was off the air long before you were born. It ran from 1951 to 1960,
1: I believe. Okay, so if I were watching it at any time in my life, it was a rerun. The I Love Lucy. The, the Black the black and White. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I, I used to like it. Oh, See, I, I used it. to think that like her and Carol Burnett were... I mean, were they friends at all? Were they very good friends? Oh, were they? Okay,
0: very good friends. Yeah, Carol Burnett was. She was just getting started, and Lucille Ball saw her in a uh, Broadway play, and she came backstage, and they became good friends. Lucille Ball said to her, "If ever you need me for anything, uh, I'll be there." And Carol Burnett took her up on it. A couple of years later, CBS said, "You know, we're gonna. We want you to do a TV special." <laughs> And she said, okay, she called up Lucy and said, uh, listen, they want me to do a CBS special. And Lucy said, that's her. Don't tell me anymore. I'll be, I'll, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. So, uh, you know, it
1: was cool. She was cool. Mm, that is cool. That is cool. Uh, you know, the, uh, the name Chad Ocho Cinco, right? Yes. Chad Johnson, AKA Cinco. He says he never got injured in his 11 year NFL career. Never got injured. Now there's not many NFL players, that played 11 years that can say that. In fact, I bet there's really not anybody who can. Do you know what he credits as to why he was injury-free his 11 years?
0: I wouldn't know where to begin.
1: He says it's because he ate McDonald's. (laughs) In a video with former players Fred Taylor and Brandon Marshall, Chad said, quote, I ate McDonald's and it built a callus in my body. You ate all that healthy stuff, and when someone banged your body, it couldn't take it. Chad also talked about his McDonald's obsession before, and he might be playing around a little here, but he is advising people to eat what they want. He said, quote, people at home, eat whatever the F you want to eat. The body has to build up a callus You eat all this healthy stuff and sterilize everything when stuff happens to you, your immune system can't fight it off. Just live, man. All this science is what's killing everybody. So you can expect Chad Ocho single in a McDonald's commercial soon. Right?
0: Not only that, all the fast food that we've eaten, we should go to a tryout now for the, for the giants.
1: I'll tell you with how many times I've fallen, and I haven't like broken bones. Maybe there's something to this. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's something to this. Uh, too maybe funny. he's right. Too funny. Too funny. <laughs> uh, now, uh, you know, over the several years that Tony and I did, Tony and Mike in the morning, um, there were instances where Tony and I did truly disagree on things. And we did get mad at each other. There were times, usually it was over music of some sort where Tony would say something completely dismissive of a band that I really liked. Um, and I would I would get agitated, I would let it really get me, and we would there would be like a there was there was some you know them fighting words. And then Tony, you know, maybe an hour and a half later or something, you know, while we're doing the show, would say come on, you know, I mean, you know, what are we fighting about this for? And I'd be like, well, what you said was, was crappy. You know, why would you say something like that? You know, well, I mean, you know, the band sucks. I mean, what what do you want me to say? You know, so it was really not even an apology. It was just, you know, he just wanted to be able to do, uh, you know, his shenanigans and and wanted me to laugh uh, But we were in bad moods. But did you know that the brain actually works much harder when you argue with somebody? than when you agree with them. A new study out of Yale, right up the road there, Yale University, found that it takes more, quote, brain real estate to argue with someone than to agree with them. I mean, it makes sense. When you're arguing, you constantly have to think of brilliant things to make your point. When you're agreeing with someone, you just are like, yeah, all right, yeah. In fact, the researchers say that when you agree with someone, your brain's basically syncing up the two people Quote a musical duet, so you feel calmer. So I guess if you want to continue to challenge your mind, argue with people. Maybe that's why when people get old, they they get crotchety. They get agitated, adject- they're 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 firing up their brain. They they're they're keeping active. Maybe that explains a lot about you, Tone. Well, the older I get, the crotchetier I get. That's for sure. Is that a word? I don't know is it wasn't somebody's last name crotch crotchety are we allowed to say that oh yeah we we can say whatever the heck we want (laughs) crotch 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 (laughs) all right all right you ready for yes or bs yes let's do it all right so yes or bs once again play along with us in the comments Um, it's a game that's sweeping the nation bad decisions of course will be coming up later that was huge on the radio it's huge on here but we've added yes or BS to, uh, to this. Can I have just like a few more minutes? Ma- Was that your laundry that just went past?
0: Yeah, the cleaning lady just walked in. So
1: Your cleaning so lady looks just like your wife. How did nope. you do that? I, I know no she starch in my shirts. No starch. <laughs> All right, so yes or BS, I say a statement. It's either yes or it's BS. Okay. You can play along at home here. Today... We're talking about milk. Oh, I love milk. Can you drink it
0: still? Oh, I love it. The only thing is, milk does not love me, if you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I do too. It's (laughs) the same thing with me ice cream, but I'm not willing to give it up. Love it. Love it. I'm willing to have that hour and a half to two hour discomfort either later that night. But now for me lately, it's been right as I wake up. Yeah. It's like one of those stretch. And then into the back. yes,
0: yes, but, but I love it. I love it a lot.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, I, I have. I've gotten half gallons of white milk. Now, yes, I'm fully aware that they sell half gallons of chocolate. Milk. Mm-hmm. And I have taken half gallons of white milk and have just squirted the Hershey syrup in it and just shake it. As far as I'm concerned, it's better than the spoon. And just drank it right out of the the half gallon. Absolutely. What you're trying to shock me? Absolutely. Are you kidding? Of course, you've done the full gallons. So, say it again. You've done the full gallons, not just half gallons.
0: I've done. I've done the full gallons. Oh yes. Oh sure. Sure. Absolutely.
1: All right. So milk is our subject for yes or BS. Number one, milk is the official state beverage of Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. That, that, yeah. Okay.
1: Yep. It's also the official beverage in 19 other states. Okay. Number two, whole milk. Whole milk has five times more fat than 2% milk. Yes or BS?
0: Um, well, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing other than whole milk, 2% and all that stuff. Are you kidding me? Why, why even bother? You might as well drink water. Pour water on your cereal. Eat uh, your Oreos and drink a glass of water, two percent.
1: Have you ever had the milk where the, the cream was on the top? No, I've never done that. No, you've never done that. Okay. No. I'm, I'm All sure. Right. Well, the, the answer to this is BS. Okay. Now, this is where we get science and excuse me as I trail off as I read this. That would be 10% milk fat, but whole milk is only 3.25%. Half and half, half and half is around 10%. H- heavy cream heavy cream is close to
0: 40% come back to us mike
1: all right number 3 it takes 5 pounds of milk to make 1 pound of cheese uh, okay that sounds that sounds about right i guess all right yes all right. and about 20 pounds of milk to make 1 pound of butter okay You want to, if you're still trying to make your kids think you're smart, try that one, Tony. Hey, Sam, did you know it's about 20 pounds of milk to make a pound of butter? Uh, Number four, number four, the very first Got Milk ad in the 90s was directed by Michael Bay, who'd go on to do Transformer movies. I'll say yes, they got to start somewhere. Yes. Yeah. It's the famous Aaron Burr commercial where a guy eats peanut butter and can't answer who shot Alexander Hamilton.
0: I vaguely remember
1: that. I don't remember that at all. I'll have to look up. The down, first one? Oh, I don't I vaguely know that. remember that. Okay. Yeah. All, right. all right. And finally, number five. The world record for most milk produced by a single cow in its lifetime is over 250,000 pounds. That's a fat cow. <laughs> and no, kids, the brown cows don't produce chocolate milk, okay? I mean, how many farmers are hit with that question at, like, farmer expos? Excuse me, but do the brown cows make chocolate milk? <laughs> you,
0: you ever see that? Uh,
1: it's a silent film, so you probably
0: haven't seen it, but Charlie Chaplin's working on a farm or something, and they tell him, go go milk the cow. And he doesn't know what the hell to do. So he's like this and that. So he gets the can and he puts it under the, under the cow. And then he gets him by the tail and he starts doing, you know,
1: <laughs> with the tail. Why not? Why not? So That's one heck of a teat there. All right. Now, uh, the answer is yes. It's actually almost double that. A cow in Canada named Smurf produced over 478,000 pounds of milk in her lifetime. Or roughly 50,000
0: gallons. Wow.
1: Now, I saw somebody, I don't know if this was on Facebook or on Twitter or something, but what are the chances that you buy two or in your lifetime that you drink a gallon of milk that was produced by the same cow? Probably slim to none, no. I mean, don't they take all the milk and mix it together? So That's what I'm saying, yeah. Lucy's is with Samantha's? And then they got to, you know, you're not drinking it straight.
0: They're, they're pasteurizing it or whatever, homogenizing it and all that, aren't they? I'm sorry, what are they doing? Pasteurizing, homogenizing. They're doing something to it.
1: <laughs> Jazzercising. I mean, all sorts of things are going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Another fabulous edition of Yes or BS. You got anything else? Or you, no, you I
0: don't, actually. Actually, I got to move on because... My wife is getting her hair done in the kitchen in just a few minutes. So
1: we, we got to move along. And they gab, don't they? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm sure that they do. I don't know. I've never been to one of her hairdressing appointments, but I'm sure they do. It's in the house, though.
1: Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no this is a special occasion. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So then let's do bad decisions. Let's do it. <laughs> Bad decisions, bad decisions. Mike Bellamy is here for you and me. Right now, this is something that's only supposed to happen in the movies. About 20 couples in Argentina got together at a farm over the weekend for an underground swingers party. Oh,
0: I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm.
1: But they didn't have permission to hold a party with that many people during the pandemic. So the cops came. Swinging or not... (laughs) Now, when the cops got there, the people at the party thought that the cops were strippers. Because, let's face it, you expect strippers at a swingers party. Now, one of the cops said a woman pulled him aside and whispered, quote, look at your eyes. You're getting me all hot. Now, all the people at the party got citations for violating COVID protocols. And the owner of the farm will be looking at, hi, Christy. Hi, Mike. Good luck with your hair today. Oh, thank you. All right, and all all the people at the party got citations for violating COVID protocol. Come on, got her time. And the owners of the farm are going to be looking at a fine. How did the police find out about the party? The three people who were organizing got into a fight during the planning, and two of them decided to leave the other one out. So that person ratted them out to the cops. <laughs> okay. So listen, if you're going to have a swingers party, everybody's got to be included. Everybody, Even, the, got even to the, the ugly ones, even it's the ugly ones. All right. So if you're talking to us and you want us swinging, listen, you got it. You got to, you got to allow the, uh, that's, you it. Know,
0: that's it. That's <laughs> it. You ever see that? Uh, you ever see that Seinfeld one where he's, he's, he goes out with the, with a woman and she was a swinger. And he comes back and he tells George, he says, she's a swinger. And George goes, you're, you're going to go for it, right? He goes, I can't be a swinger. He goes, why not? I got to get a swinging apartment. I got to get all swinging clothes. It's yeah. a whole lifestyle change. And he goes, and George goes, oh, you're, you're crazy. You should do it. And then Jerry goes, you couldn't do it. And George, I don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a deal breaker. It's a deal just, breaker. Just, just I mean, it's- breaker. It's tough enough knowing that they had a prior life with somebody else, let alone (laughs) they're in the next room, you know?
0: Jeez. Oh, boy. boy. I'd say, all right. What's the word word of the week? What's the word of the week? talking about milk. I'm going to go with milk duds.
1: People have described this show as a couple of milk
0: duds. Completely. Completely.
1: All right. So put milk duds in the comments and uh, there you go. So uh, share it. Like it. Yeah. Let's look. Can we get to, I don't know, Tony, can, can we get the, to a hundred likes? You think I think that's you're possible?
0: a lot, Mike. Why don't we start off
1: small? 10 likes. How many? 15. I think we got over that last time. Start? Uh, Did we? I think so. All right. So share it with people, comment on it, you know, comment along, watch it on YouTube, listen to it on Spotify, whatever the case may be. Uh, but, uh, we certainly appreciate every, every, uh, you know, every one of the dozen that, uh, watch the show every single week. So we, uh, certainly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, most of them have a last name, Reno or Bellamy. So, um, so, uh, thank you very much. And, uh, that's going to be it. So Christy has a nice, uh, maybe she can show us her hair next week. Will it stay intact or no? Uh,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. It'll stay intact. It's it's. Oh,
1: before we go. Cause in this time, then my boys are going to turn five next Tuesday. Oh, So Ben and Josh will be five years old next Tuesday. Can you believe that?
0: Seems like a long, longer time.
1: You think they're older? You thought they were older than that? I
0: thought they were a little older than that.
1: Sorry to disappoint you. Um, All right. No, no, five's a
0: good age.
1: Yeah, five's a great age. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, they turn uh, five on Tuesday. So I'm very happy.
0: God bless them. Happy birthday, boys. Yep.
1: All right, Tony. Have a good week.